This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. What's your ordering hack? To get more food. Because you're hungry and you need more food. Good afternoon. Welcome back to the second hour. Of the Colleen and Bradley show. I'm the Bradley. That's the Colleen. Hi. And Holly, of course, making sure we don't swear. This is a question we are asking dear listeners, 651-641-1071, to weigh in on. What is your ordering hack to get more food? And Colleen, why are we asking this question today? Oh, well, for a couple of reasons. So I saw this I actually saw this the other day. This um there's a TikTok account called Healthy Junk Food, which sign me up. Uh, Anyway, he did this video on how you can get more food for less money at Five Guys. And it's so easy, only it's not. So here's what he said. He said, you get um, your the regular burger there comes with two patties. So you ask for that burger, and then you ask for all the toppings on the side. And then you order an extra bun, which they don't technically have on the menu, but then they'll give you for free usually. Then you disassemble the burger and you reassemble it, putting one patty on the free bun and then distributing the toppings accordingly. And then you have two burgers, which sounds like too much work for me. And I probably would just rather make a burger at my house. But I thought to myself, no, listen, I am descended from a person who was always trying to make more out of their food. Okay. Like, how can we game the system so that we are not paying extra? We can get the most bang for our buck, right? Yeah. So like I'm I'm highly attuned to these things. And one of the things that I did when I was growing up is you always ordered your pop without ice. You know why? Because uh, you're going to get more pop that way. Yeah, because that ice takes up all that room, you know, and they're trying to manipulate you by throwing all that ice in there. So just get it without ice. It's still cold. You're fine. Well, that might have worked in the 80s when they didn't have like the preset pop dispenser exactly yeah so i thought you know but there are i mean this is like a skill this is a skill it is an art 651-641-1071 yes like how do you get the most bang for your buck when you're ordering and i don't care if it's like if it seems silly or obvious or if it's just like i haven't bought hot sauce in a hundred years because i just always get extra from Taco Bell. Or like, I don't know, when I was in college, we didn't ever buy uh, napkins because we just took them from the fast food restaurants. Yeah, I'm all about this, especially like college, uh, you know, college time or your 20s or, you know, whenever you're um, trying to budget wisely and still enjoy life. I'm all for these kinds of things. I mean, every time I go to a hotel or a cruise ship, I will walk away with as many, you know, uh, shampoo bottles as humanly possible. Yeah. I, oh, I, I never pay for shampoo. Yeah, and then no. you'll smell like vacation when you get home. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I, I know I love opening the bottle and being like, I'm on a trip. 
651-641-1071. What's your ordering hack so that you can game the system and get more bang for your buck? We did get a tweet from Panda who said, I'm just waiting to see if the next segment is actual good tips or just people thinking they're smart. That's she said, uh She said, like, for example, I've seen people say, don't ask for a second meet at Chipotle until after they did your first one. I don't even know what that means. Also, to get your guac... Order the mm. veggie bowl because yeah, the guac, guac comes with it, the veggie bowl. It's so true. That's my husband's hack. He uh, always tells me that too. I'm like, but then I have to have beans. I don't want beans. Yeah, why would you? I mean, you're substituting meat for meat. guacamole. Just get guacamole on the side. Mary is on the line and she's got a food hack for us. 651-641-1071. Give us a jingle, jangle, jingle. Hello, Mary. Hello. Okay, mine is easy. So if you go out to breakfast... You know, they've always got the two eggs with bacon or sausage, you know, hash browns, whatever. Sure. Well, what you do is you make sure that you go out to eat with somebody that they'll eat the bacon because you don't like the bacon. And, you know, you'll take something off their plate. So in a nutshell, you're getting, you know, everything that you want cheaper than ordering the sides. Ah, so you're saying mix and match with somebody who doesn't want all the things that you want so that you can eat off each other's plates cheaper. Yes, and then you are not spending $4 on bacon. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Other person wants the bacon, and you don't. Yeah, you got it, Mary. Way to go! I will say, I will say, uh, my partner and I do, I mean, I think everybody does this. Like, you know, you get one entree, and then, you know, you split it. You switch halfway through. And maybe you get like, uh, well, either that or you get one entree and split it and maybe add on salads and a side or something like that. So you're just eating one entree between the two of you if it's a big entree. Otherwise, you know, swapsies. But that doesn't really save you any money. Um, We do have Chris on the line. I think it's Chris. Hey, Chris, what's your food hack? (laughs) Hey, Um, so... We always go to places that that seem to always have, like, the free bread, the delicious, fabulous bread that they always give you. So we always ask for extra free bread, or even if we're just going out for drinks and not eating, we get the free bread. And then then we'll order an appetizer and split it and... Just kind of fill up on on a split appetizer mm-hmm. or two and lots of free bread. I'm all for <laughs> there the you bread. Go. Thank you, Chris. Yes. I, Thanks, Chris. I love free bread. Sometimes I think that bread is a scam on the part of like the, the restaurant you're at. Like they just want to fill you up with bread. Well, and I say this specifically again, not to. This is just a recent example when we were on a cruise ship because I'm like they just don't. They want you to eat all the bread because then you won't eat all the good stuff. See, but, that makes sense on a cruise ship. At a regular restaurant, you'd think they wouldn't. They want you to they'd spend like, money. Yeah. yeah, they'd withhold the bread. They'd be like, no, you cannot have extra bread until you've eaten your meal. <laughs> yeah, but I'm all here for the bread. <laughs> Give me some bread and butter. Oh, bring it on. Um, 651-641-1071. We're talking about food hacks after Colleen found this brilliant Five Guys food hack from the internet. Karen is on the line. Hey, Karen, what's your food hack? Hi Karen. Hi, Karen. Hello. How's it going? What's, What's your, f- your food hack? Well, I like a Big Mac occasionally. I haven't had one in a really long time because they're very large and I don't like all that bread, but I'm also cheap. So I get the dollar burger, the cheapest one that there is, and ask for Big Mac sauce. 
and they'll put that on there for free. Oh! <laughs> okay, that is real smart. That is a real good tip right there. That is genius. I've never heard of such thing. Seriously, Karen, you just Thank blew you, my mind because I feel the same way, like a good Big Mac, but you don't want the big, big Mac. You just yeah. want a little Mac. Yeah, yeah you don't... just want the smack-a-mac. Yeah, the Mac just a smack-a-mac, which actually, that just reminded me, that's one of our food hacks in our family is like we, we've figured out the math. So like our kids love the chicken nuggets, you know, mm-hmm. but they don't like it's it's kind of a waste for us to always get a happy meal. Because, like, they don't really care about the toys. You know, they used to when they were young. So now we just get, like, a bunch of nuggets and a couple small fries, and it's way cheaper. A bunch of nugs. You get that 30 box? Mm-hmm. We get the big box of nuggets. I'm all for that. 651-641-1071. If you got uh, hacks for your food, just don't hack up on your food. Uh, we would love to hear them. I will say my hack is not really a, food, like, get cheap food hack. It's just the... Like order, you know, like if it's at night and you're rolling through the drive-thru, mm-hmm. you know, ask for something special on your item because then they will so make they, it fresh. Yeah, you get the fresh stuff, not the stuff that's been sitting out so, there under the Arby's heat lamp. For example, if you're going to get a chicken sandwich at McDonald's or something, just be like, hey, can you throw some cheese on there? Then they'll uh, fry one up for you. I mean, at least that's the way they used to, to do it. I uh, can't speak currently because i it's been a long time since i've rolled through that mcdonald's drive through but that usually works right um because there's nothing worse than getting you know not hot food well now you know how to get a little mac a exactly. smack a mac a smack a mac smack attack uh <laughs> we love food here on the colleen and bradley show it's, it's safe to say so when we come back We are not going to talk about food, but don't worry, later in the show we will. Instead, for the time being, we're going to talk about Daddy Spears. That is Jamie Spears. He got a new attorney. I wonder why. We'll tell you right here on My Talk 107.1. Welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley Show here on My Talk 107.1. Jamie Spears is a dirty daddy. And not the fun kind, neither. No, in fact, the exact opposite (laughs) of any dirty daddy I want in my face. Um, Hi. I'm. Uh, I can't call Zach Efron a daddy. Yet. You can call Somebody me a daddy can. if you'd like. Somebody but anyway, uh, I'm Bradley Trainer. That's Colleen Lindstrom. Hi. And Jamie Spears. You know, Holly. Just for giggles, can we get the Cobra Gang together? Whenever there's trouble, we're there on the double. We're the Cobra Gang. If you've got the crime, we've got the time. We're the Cobra Gang. Toxic daddy. Okay. Um, the reason I gathered you all here today is because, well, because we have a show to do, but mostly in this segment, because Britney Spears' dad, Jamie Spears, has been dropped by his lawyers. And now the phraseology here, the phrasing is important, <laughs> and I think we can get to this, but this all comes from a story on page six. First of all, Britney Spears' dad, Jamie Spears, is the head of the conservatorship. You should know this. If you don't, go back and listen to all the podcasts or Google it. We are in the state of limbo before an upcoming trial uh, in November dealing with the future of Britney's conservatorship. Her dad, however, is no longer... Did I say he was the head of her conservatorship? He is no longer the head of her conservatorship. Her conservatorship still exists. What that means, practically speaking, is that Jamie Spears, Britney's dad, is at risk 
by way of investigation at the hands of the conservators. That is the legal team currently representing Britney Spears' conservatorship. He is at in legal jeopardy, perhaps. And, and that is right. where we find ourselves today. Right. So, so, what is the now update? So, the update from uh, Janie Spears' camp is that his lawyer, his law firm, uh, has dropped him as a client. That's the law firm of Holland and Knight. They dropped him as a client over, quote, concerns hmm. that uh, Britney's attorney is going to sue uh, after the guardianship is terminated. Now, we heard this during a dirt alert today. I will say that I said phraseology is important, like the phrasing here is important. The headline says the loss, the law firm dropped him. Mm-hmm. But when I first came across this story in another tabloid, the indication was that he had picked a new lawyer. Interesting. To represent him. And let me just read what this story says, and then we can talk about what we think is actually going on. Litigator Matthew Rosengart, that is Brittany's conservatorship attorney currently. Litigator Matthew Rosengart has asserted numerous times that he is going to investigate and sue Jamie. That's according to a source talking to page six. If and when he does, Jamie will need to defend and likely be adverse to parties in the conservatorship. Meaning like opposed to like stuff in the conservatorship, right? Like at odds with, I assume. Right. The insider also says that his lead counsel, Vivian Lee Thorine, who we've seen in interviews, by the way, and documentaries, she allegedly told Jamie that he'll need a different litigator and that she and HK weren't interested in that role. Oof. Okay. Well, what that says is they're, they're pretty confident that they would not be successful in such a legal battle. Yeah, not only that, but also they don't, they don't want to go down with the ship, I imagine. Mm-hmm. They're like, you can fight your own battles. I don't know that that would necessarily... Uh, remove them from culpability, but maybe it does. I don't know, because I'm not a lawyer. I'm just Mm a radio guy. Um, So I don't know what the legal implications actually are for the law firm. But but the question then I guess I have is, uh, does it even matter whether he dropped the attorneys or the attorneys dropped him at the end of the day? My assumption was he was just looking for better representation a lawyer or a law firm who is uniquely qualified to handle defense of shenanigans. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. If you know what I mean. Right. I mean, I mean, it certainly seems like, regardless 
of who dropped who or who where the you know where the the who first let, who let the dogs out who let the dogs out um we don't need to answer that age-old question do we no but it it certainly seems like it is clear that he's looking for somebody who can actually represent him in this and they're like we're just not going to be those people because i don't know to me and again i'm a layman i'm not a lawyer i just feel like there's a lot of guilty-ish stuff happening and like yeah, I I would probably not want to touch it with the ten foot pole either. Yeah, and he's uh, I mean, listen, and it's not just. I mean, Matthew Rosengart has been very vocal, not just. I mean, in the media about the fact that they are going to be investigating Jamie Spears. Like this is not a secret by any stretch that he is out for blood. And so, if I were Jamie Spears, I'd be quaking in my boots. Yeah. Because he's been up to no kind of good. A separate insider told Page Six that representing a suspended conservator, that is Jamie, because he was suspended as the conservator, no longer is, but previously was, um, puts, quote, H&Ks, that is the law firm previously representing Jamie Spears in the conservatorship, puts all of their fees even more at stake. So perhaps another reason is, you know, we want our money. And if we're right. still actively defending this dude and things go south, we might not have access to that money. Um, so he's again, not going to have access to that money. <laughs> okay. I mean, the jury is still out. Actually, the jury hasn't even been put together yet, but we will find out, no doubt, next month exactly what Jamie Spe- Spear- mm-hmm. Spears' future is. And we'll keep you updated with all the latest... And more when we come back here on the Colleen and Bradley show. We've got more celebrities behaving badly. Lord and Lady D Bag. It's next, right here on My Talk 1071. Oh, celebrities, they're so dumb. No, they're not all dumb, but there are some particular standouts uh, given on any given day. And we like to poke fun at them here on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. I'm Bradley Trainer. That's Colleen Lindstrom. Hi. Hi. And don't forget, by the way, to pick up your tickets for Project Down and Dirty Construction, where we <laughs> ride big things. If you're yeah. Lucky. If you're lucky, you can watch <laughs> us do that, but you got to buy tickets at mytalk1071.com. Now, let's head over to Lord and Lady Teabag. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Who is your D-bag, Colleen? Usually we would do a whole segment on her, um, and we would call it Gooper Scoopers. Her name is Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh, that woman. She can't stop talking lately. She must have a show coming out. Oh, funny you should mention that. Well, first of all, she is on uh, the next cover of People magazine, and what is being billed? by People Magazine as Gwyneth's most revealing interview ever. Where she sits on a jade egg. <laughs> and steams her Mahoney. <laughs> okay, so she's talking to People Magazine, and here's what makes her a D-bag, is that she says the following words, which just, I don't know, get a barf bag. She says of her marriage to Brad Falchuk, they've been married for three years, and she wants us all to know that they are still in the honeymoon phase. I, I love when people do this. Oh, well, okay, especially her, because can we just talk about like her track record? So first she had to have the perfect divorce where she consciously uncoupled. Yeah. 
And Chris now Martin. she's going to have the perfect marriage. So I have a little she's bit a of a blessing. Perfect breakup, perfect marriage, perfect yes, face. Perfect, everything. Uh, Wahina. She says, I have a little bit of a blessing that we're still in the honeymoon phase. That feeling hasn't gone away. I'm really lucky I married Brad. There's just something about us together. We've been able to build on all the stuff we've gone through in life and create something really amazing. And I'm grateful for our chemistry. That can get you through some tough spots. Hmm. I marvel at this woman's ability to speak so eloquently, constantly. About well, actual most, crap is coming out of her mouth. About the most just mundane things. I mean, it, it, it's it got to be hard, man, to pull this out day after day after day <laughs> after day after day and not just bang your head upside a wall. Well, Bradley, <clears throat> she goes on to say it's so important to be honest. If you're trying to please somebody or be somebody or not, you're lying to yourself. There are definitely times in my life when I look back and think I was not aligned with myself and therefore I was in a relationship that was not positive for me. I I don't I can't. I can't. I I do I can't. <laughs> I do think that this is making me want to barf. Yep. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, I it's just barf. I just think I'm going to barf. Um, yeah, she just, I, I don't know, whatever. I just, I don't buy for one hot second that they are still in the honeymoon phase of their relationship. That's not a th- thing. Yeah, she just needs quotes because you can't, in a People Magazine article, you can't say like, you know, I usually yell at him at least uh, twice a week um, or I, you know, end up walking around uh, forgetting my deodorant. I don't know. I'm just trying to like... There's, you have to create a narrative. I get it. Like, mm-hmm. because People Magazine, nobody wants to open a People Magazine and be like, wow, these people's, these rich, privileged people are living my life and they are just as miserable as I am. Well, because mm-hmm. then the illusion would be broken. Yes, exactly. Right. Exactly. Right. Then and you're then not going to buy her crap. Nobody's buying that People Magazine. We're trying, she's trying to be aspirational. Um, she's got vibrators on the first to, to sell. <laughs> Yeah. Well, she's got a show to sell about vibrators. Because remember, the reason why she has to have the perfect relationship, you guys, is not only because she's selling all that stuff on Goop, but also because she's trying to sell uh, sell us all into watching Sex, Love, and Goop. Yeah. Which, by the way, premieres when? Tomorrow, I don't know. Today oh, on okay. Netflix. Perfect. So yeah, I mean, stay it's with timing us, though. Is stay with us, but you can watch it later. Um, and there's a market for it. There's an audience. She has her lane, uh, and good luck to her, ma'am. Yeah, this, she doesn't need our luck. She doesn't need our luck because no. her life is perfect. No, I'm Thank just trying you. to be a better person. This vibrator costs a hundred dollars. Mm. Ninety-five Mm-mm. technically, but shipping and handling and tax. I mean, look, a hundred dollars is a lot cheaper than a person who's gonna talk back. I mean, that's true. Thank you. And like that's past true. gas. So you don't need that. What, the that's vibrator true. or the person? The person. Okay. I'm just saying you can <laughs> you can be. A, <laughs> that, there are people for whom that might be preferable is all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And I'm not here to judge. But not Gwyneth Paltrow. I don't, not just Gwyneth don't Paltrow. buy that She's... from Gwyneth Paltrow, please. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, be a normal person. Go to the truck stop between here and Madison and get yourself something with, you know, two... Uh, double D batteries and you're good. (laughs) (laughs) Go on Amazon.com. I don't know what they do these days. Mm -hmm. I'm old and out of it. Um, That was... Who's your D-bag? I almost said that was where? 
because I thought we were doing crazy stupid idiots because she's so similar. Stupid idiot. It's so similar. My D bag today, thank you for asking, is none other than okay. The magazine. Okay. Not the word. Okay. Uh, although I still don't understand why we have to capitalize the O and the K. But okay magazine is my D bag today for this story about JoJo Siwa. It's actually appropriate that I'm yelling okay because JoJo Siwa. <laughs> Because she would be. She, uh, for those of you who don't know, I'm JoJo Siwa! Right? Like, she's doing Dancing with the Stars now. Well, apparently, according to OK Magazine, JoJo Siwa and Kylie Prue, that is, I believe, her girlfriend? Kylie Prue, call it quits. Singer's Dancing with the Stars partner, Jenna Johnson, reportedly caught in the middle. Mm-hmm. lesbian triangle i think that's the story they want you to believe according to okay magazine right so, right uh, oh yeah no i'm just saying like this is the narrative yes. that is being pushed so hard right now mm-hmm. a source okay now this i again i'm taking the story to task as printed in okay magazine a source squealed to okay magazine was it a pig? Well, was it Tori Spelling's pig? I was like, did they do that because JoJo Siwa is constantly yelling at us? I don't oh, know. Good point. After fans speculated JoJo Siwa and girlfriend Kylie Prue were having trouble in their relationship, a source re- squealed, the duo have called it quits. Whoa, shocking! Okay, so she and her girlfriend broke up. That wouldn't be surprising. I mean, the girl, this is her first relationship after she's mm-hmm. come out. Like, it's a special relationship, but it's the first of many. You got to go out and find yourself, honey. So it wouldn't be surprising. However, then they pivot and say, the reason those two aren't together anymore. An insider alluded that Siwa's relationship with her Dancing with the Stars partner, Jenna Johnson, could partly be to blame. What does that imply? That they're doing it. Lesbian lovers. Except there's a problem with this. Yeah. There's a big problem. Jenna Johnson, I think, is married. Yep. And isn't who she to another dancer? I was going to say, isn't she married to like not Val? Yeah. Is she very married to Val? Yeah, I think so. I Um, believe. Yeah, they're married. Yeah, because I think we just talked about this the other day. Yeah. So they're implying OK Magazine is that this is you know the dancer came between them. Well. They're not romantically linked, you dinglings, and they're not uh, affiliated with one another, if you know what I mean. According to another tabloid, they split. Kylie became jealous of the relationship JoJo has fostered with Jenna. JoJo is a mess. The insider claimed JoJo's busy schedule led to their demise, noting that JoJo has always been a workhorse and has had trouble putting her relationship first over her career. I mean, I guess on one hand, I'm grateful for the equity being brought to salacious crap tabloid stories (laughs) um, as concerns this young, uh, beautiful woman. But um, that's it's just it's too easy. That's it's lazy. It's so lazy. It's like also you didn't do your homework that that can't work. I mean, sure. Anybody can be with anybody. I'm not saying they're like are hard and fast rules, although. For some people, there are, and uh, by all accounts, we've not heard anything that should indicate to any of us that her dancing partner has fallen madly in love with JoJo Siwa. No, I mean, okay, so 
as one who's actually put eyeballs on the show, I will say that JoJo has said that she and Jenna have a very good friendship, but they're, I mean, that come They're what? not dancing sexy. They're, no. This is not like your, this was actually the thing that I was mildly frustrated with is a side issue. I don't want to make it about this, but I, cause I haven't done enough uh, homework to know, but my impression is they present these two, like the first, you know, same yeah. sex dancing couple, but they're not dancing um, intimately, right? No. The way that opposite sex couples typically do, correct? Or at least throw off the perform, like throw off a performance of, right? Like that they are right. somehow uh, dancing romantically, even if they're not linked. But very often, the dancers and their partners will be sort of romantically linked in tabloids, or they'll be gossip mm-hmm. about it, which is totally normal. So in this way, that's not unusual but like their actual dances with these two are very platonic it seems right and listen there are there are other couples opposite sex couples who have non-sexy dancing too yeah so like for example like i'm trying to think of an uh, a good example but like um what's his name oh gosh martin is it martin cove the guy who the guy from um from cobra kai who was like 75 and his partner was younger. They were not sexy yeah. dancing yeah, with each other, right? So like each other on the dance Yeah, floor. there are times where they they will will bring an appropriate amount of like passion to the yeah. dance floor, but like they're they're appropriate about it. And again, Jenna, I almost called her Jenna Jameson. Jenna Johnson is married to Val Chmerkovsky. Yeah. Now that said, Val is like He's getting a little hot and heavy with Olivia Jade, which, okay, see, now I'm going next level. Some of this actually helps to support that bizarre storyline about Val and Olivia Olivia. Jade getting it on, which is a whole other thing that's creating some sort of like like background drama. Cheating with Olivia and Jenna's over here cheating with this young lesbian Jojo. Yes. I just want, I want a sexy um, same sex couple. That's all I'm asking for. Thank you. you give them a call. I'm going to send a note, uh, compliment, or what do we call them things? Comment, comment card, card. A compliment card. <laughs> I won't give them a compliment card just yet. No. All right. When we come back, we have a publicationship update. That's a publicationship being a what? Relationship for publicity. And this one is a zombie publicationship. Like, it's a DOA. It's, it's dead. Or is it? Mm. Colleen will tell you all the latest when we come back right here on My Talk 1071. Thank you, Holly Roberts, for that delightful fall forecast. Welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley Show. As we wrap up the second hour, I'm Bradley Trainer. That's Colleen Lindstrom. Hi. And we've got a publationship update. What's a publationship, you ask? Ooh, that is a relationship for publicity. And this one is a zombie publationship, which means it's back from the dead. Well, it's like back from the dead, and then it went back to the dead. So go with me here, but now it's alive again, because we're talking about it again. Now, you're going to have to like really reach back in the recesses of your memory. When I say the word cutlery, what do you think of besides knives? Jay Cutler and uh, Darlene McCracken. That is not her name. Her name is Kristen Cavallari. Oh, yeah. And um, didn't we call them Cavalutler? We called them that, but we also called them Cutlery. We had a couple names for them. They they showed up a few times. Yeah. Anyway, I do remember these two. Any who'sy whatsy. So the two of them, um, they were married. They have kids together. They were on her show. Very Very Cavallari. And um, remember, it was... 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Very early in the pandemic, they got stranded. In Remember that? With our good in friend paradise. Justin Anderson. Yep. Who won't return our messages. That's a different story. Anyway. So because well, we um, tried to get details on Brittany and that's we didn't why. share. That is or Lindsay, accurate. I don't remember one of those two. So any whoosie whatsie. Um, they got stranded in paradise at the beginning of the shutdown. And then um and then when they came back, they were like, Oh, by the way, we're gonna get divorced. And then you'll recall, and we had some stuff to say about this. I think actually this is when we first came up with the term zombie publicationship because they said they were going to get a divorce. They split up. Things got kind of hairy for a minute. And then they started posting pictures back together on Instagram. And we were like, what are you doing? Well, here's the thing. Now we know what they were doing. Oh, what were they doing? It. They were doing it. Oh, the nasties? Mm -hmm, Because here's why. So... She was a guest on Off the Vine with Caitlin Bristow. Caitlin Bristow, of course, from um, Bachelor Nation. Uh, And she was like, hey, listen, here's the deal. Like, I went back. So we broke up. She and her husband, Jay Cutler, broke up. They were getting divorced. They were going that route. And she was like, you know what? I kind of want to date him again of her own husband. And so she called him up and she was like, hey, remember all the good times? And he was like, I do remember all the good times. And she was like, should we have some more good times? And he was like, yeah, I'm. this is a dramatization. I don't know what the actual conversation okay. sounded like. But he was like, she was like, yeah, let's start dating again. So they did. They dated for a while. And then she was like, hold on. No, this actually is not what I want. She said she felt gross. Um, No, she didn't say she felt gross. She said, no, this is wrong. She said it just wasn't there anymore. Um, It's not there for me anymore. So she said going back and dating him a little bit made me reaffirm it. Like, no, I know that I'm not, I know that I'm doing the right decision. Meaning like the divorce was the right thing to do. But I thought that was really interesting because when that happened, we were, it was a little bit of weird whiplash. And if you'll remember the way we found out that they were together, but we didn't know what they were doing was with a post on her Instagram where it was like, it was like this weird in your face thing, like the two of them together. Yeah. And it was like, you said this wouldn't last or like something weird that was just like very it was clear. Something we, was going on to get attention. Yeah. Much like what's happening now. Thank you. And when you say that, Bradley, what do you mean? Well, I mean, we're talking about their relationship again. I'm not sure why she's talking about her relationship with Jay Cutler on a podcast with Caitlin Bristow, other than she must have a project around the corner. Well, and that is, I think she does, actually. I think, because she has a business. I know that. Right. right? She does have a business, um, and her business is called, hold the phone, 
That's Uncommon not the name of it. James. Which, what, is that like a lifestyle brand? Or is that like, because you know she's got a cookbook and she's got like some clothing stuff. It's jewelry. It's been very successful, apparently. Okay. $20 million in revenue in uh, 2019. Jeez. Um, yeah, so, you know, she's got her side hustle, which is very likely why she's ringing up Caitlin Bristow's podcast to, to get right. some, you know, headlines, which... I mean, and also she's dropping nothing that we couldn't and actually actually did figure out already. Right. Um, but, you know, it, it just everything with people like this uh, of this. Where did Kristen Caballari get her start? So she was on. Um, was she on the Hills or was she on? Um, what was the one after the Hills? She was on Laguna Beach, which came Laguna before Beach. the Hills. That right. was okay, yes. the original MTV reality show, which was based on the O.C., yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. 2000s pop culture. I Laguna know, right? Beach, the real Orange County, and well, was later given her own reality star or series, Vary Cavallari. Yep, and then also... Vary Cavallari. Vary Cavallari. Didn't she work on, like, maybe Access Hollywood or something, too? That maybe. Would not she was in the movie Van Wilder in 2009. Uh, oh, you don't say. I did not know that. She was also in Wild Cherry... Paradise Hotel. She gets around. Spring Breakdown and uh, some other stuff. So she's not. And again, it's 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 just to say that she clearly has, you know, she has to put something in the media stream in order to get uh, headlines. And the best she could come up with, apparently, was giving us the details about what's going on with her and uh, or what did go on between her and Jay uh, Cutler. Which at the time actually was of interest to us. It's it just is so. The, well, the, the zombie publicationship is the publicationship that won't die, and she's not letting it die. If I remember correctly, the thing that was interesting at the time was kind of this local connection we had with Justin Anderson, who was trapped on an island with them. Because mm-hmm. remember they well, and they they talked about being trapped in paradise, and there were some people sort of reading their beads, um, like you guys. I I don't think you really need to complain about. You know, being trapped. In I mean, paradise. I get it. It's all relative and not being able to go back to your home wherever you are, even if it's in paradise, is probably going to suck on some level, especially mm-hmm. during a global pandemic. But I think they probably just made the choice at the time, like better to just stay where we are when the rest of us thought slowly but surely, you know, the the um, the dark cloud was surrounding us, the dark cloud of well, pestilence and hindsight being twenty twenty. Don't we wish we would have been stranded in paradise? Yeah. But then the sad thing is everybody learned that there is no hiding from this. So no matter where you are, you will inevitably end up dealing with it, which, you know, um, it was. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, which, you know, just means that nobody's nobody. You can run, but you can't hide. I was just going to say the other person who came under fire for being stranded in paradise. You'll remember at the same time was Kelly Ripa. Oh, yeah. Because they were trying to pretend that they weren't in paradise, and then we found out that they were indeed in paradise. Kelly Ripa. Um, I mean, so many names. Kelly Clarkson. Remember, they went off to Montana. Mm-hmm. We had um, What's Their Nuts and Grand Cayman. Mm-hmm. Uh, Army Hammer and... Uh, Army Hammer. Yeah. When we come back... They were back, their own problems. <laughs> we're going to move from zombie publication chips to Halloween candy. Does Halloween candy suck? This guy makes a really convincing argument. We'll tell you what it is when we come back, but uh, stay tuned right here on My Talk 1071.